My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about healing mother wounds with the love of the universe. My guest is Geraldine Crane. She's a serene spiritual empowerment guide, and she helps women whose hearts have been hurt by their mothers. She helps them on that healing journey. And it's really cool because uh, Geraldine is is over in England, and she developed in similar uh, spiritual circles that I did. My teacher learned at the Arthur Finley College in England. So we had that in common, and I thought it would be so cool to talk to her um, to see how she's evolved from her practice circles back in the day, discovering she was a medium, discovering she's a healer, and then now doing this coaching work that she does now. So welcome to the show, Geraldine. How are you today? I'm good. I'm really excited to get going. Good. Yeah, me too. Wonderful. Well, so why don't you start by telling us um, what it means to be a spiritual or serene spiritual empowerment guide? How do you help women um, whose hearts have been hurt by their mothers? So I help them to reconnect with their divine the inner divinity is the way I explain it. So that part of you that is eternal, that divine part of you that's been here time and time again, and will go on living by connecting you with that, with the intuition, with the wisdom that comes with it, comes self-love. But I also connect them with their spirit guides. So I help them to feel the love of their spirit guides. Everybody experiences that differently, but they all experience the love. And it's that unconditional love that just helps them to then love themselves unconditionally. And it's that's why I call it healing using the love of the universe, because it's really connecting to that divine energy that runs through all things and runs through you too. And when you start really realizing that you're magnificent and that you're part of the same energy as everything else, that it's all one and it's all amazing, it starts to just build a, a sense of confidence and a sense of an ability to just be who you are and really let go of those things that maybe you were told you are. Quite often, the women I work with, the relationship with their mother has been really harmful for them and they've developed ideas about themselves that simply aren't true. And those beliefs that they're holding about themselves are causing damage for the relationships, for their mental health, for their well-being. So it's it's about tackling those beliefs that they're holding on to that aren't true and getting them to really, really realize how amazing they are. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And and so how do you help them connect or is it part of it to help them connect with their spiritual gifts in order to connect with that love of the universe and the love of their spirit guides? It's working with different people, I work different ways. So mm -hmm. some people really want the full on spirit guide journey and some people, not so much. Some people, it's more working around the understanding that they're living in the experience of their thinking. And so they can control and change their whole experience of life. 
Mm-hmm. And just really working on that side of things. So it depends who I'm working with, but I use coaching and I use serene spiritual hypnotherapy. So when I do hypnotherapy, I meditate beforehand. I connect with their guides. I get clear guidance on what's going to work, but I also use very spiritual techniques when I, I'm with them. So I do chakra cleanses, past life regressions. I help them to meet their own spirit guides in hypnosis rather than me telling them who's there actually getting them to engage within themselves and really putting them back in touch with their true self without all the stuff that goes on when you know in life it's really getting back getting them truly still and really connecting with themselves and it's um and it's really beautiful but I also through the coaching kind I take them through Um, different spiritual principles that really helped me. So I take them through what's called my serene way method and it follows the word serene. So we explore stillness, emotions, and that means working with them rather than resisting them. Reconnection. So reconnection to who you truly are, not who you've been told you are, whilst also reconnecting spiritually. Um, Energy. So understanding that we are energetic beings, looking very much around Abraham Hicks and the teachings that they've brought through. Um, And then looking at the power of being in the present moment, the power of now, Um, you know, not getting lost in the past, not getting stuck in the past, but also not getting lost in the imagined futures, not throwing your energy away. Um, And then we look at empowerment and what are those blocks that are really stopping you from loving yourself? What beliefs are you still holding on to that it's time to let go of and really allowing you to see that you're not your mind, you're not your body, you're the awareness of, and you can, you can get distance from those beliefs and start challenging them and start, you know, really programming new programs in that's all around self-love and honoring who you are. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> oh, it does. Well, it does to me for sure. Our work is very, very similar. And it's, mm. it is so true. It's, it's the work that is to be done in this current generation of humans that's here on the planet, and especially women, is to, mm. to allow and, and um, kind of facilitate that reconnection to the deepest part of the self, the spirit, and that ability for the spirit to uh, discern life and realize that intention does change the way we experience our reality. I remember having my big aha moments like, oh my gosh, if I literally allow myself to change my belief around this and just let it go and and kind of have a, have a healthy detachment from you know, what has already been processed and not hold on to it anymore, let it go, Mm. you know, not spiritual bypassing, definitely dealing with it, but then saying that no longer defines me. That is literally an old chapter. And I've now see through new eyes that I intended to see through when I came to this planet. So I Mm. love, I love what you're talking about. You're talking my language. So, (laughs) (laughs) so what, um, what brought you to this work? Um, I know we all have our personal, stories we, are, mm. we tend to be our own first clients so so what what brought certainly you yeah I would always <laughs> say that when people say who's your ideal client well me about five years ago uh-huh. um well I my mediumship I started I joined a spiritual development circle when I was 19 um and just discovered a particular skill for being able to communicate with spirit guides so I had friends in my circle with particularly good healers my thing was connecting with spirit guides and passing messages on and um and that stayed in my life but I didn't I think I moved my focus away from it for a little while having children life 
I went through, I had a career as a probation officer and worked in substance misuse and then went to work in domestic abuse. And it was doing that work with domestic uh, abuse victims that I started to recognize that some of this was very familiar. Mm. But also at the same time was seeing a counsellor that was helping me to tackle anxiety that I'd been struggling with since I was very young. And she was helping me to see that a lot of it stemmed back to my relationship with my mum. And it just got to a point where I my anxiety had got really bad after I, I lost a, what I thought was my dream job working with domestic violence victims. Um, and things were just getting too much for me I wasn't coping I wasn't being the parent to my children that I wanted to be I went back to my counsellor and she was just you know she could see again it was all stemming back to this relationship and the pressure I was under because of this relationship was very demanding I'd been her carer from being 12 years old because she had physical and mental health issues so I would take care of her physically but also deal with the mental health side of things as well and as I'd grown older and got more independent and got a life of my own, I think fear really got into her. And so she started trying to control and manipulate and isolate me. And um, and it wasn't until I started doing this work with domestic violence, having my counsellor, also having my own children and starting to see this is not the way I would ever treat my own children. Um, things started to really click. And then my counsellor just said to me one day, what would your life look like with your mum not in it? And at first it was just like, I can't do that. I just, I just can't do that. It just wasn't an option in my head. It wasn't something I'd ever considered. And then, but she encouraged me to, you know, put boundaries in place. Christmas was coming up. I was, I was looking at spending a Christmas with my mother-in-law and my mother and they didn't get on and it was going to be too much for me. And I wasn't well, I was seriously unwell at the time. My mental health was not good. Um, so I rang my mum and said, could you, you know, spend it with somebody else? I, I can't, I can't do this this year. And I, it was met with such anger, resentment, accusations, mm-hmm. screaming. At no point was there any consideration for me or my well-being. I just clicked. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to get well. I'm not going to be able to be the mother I know I can be to my children while I'm in this relationship. I can't, I can't. And it, it broke my heart to cut contact because in some ways we could get on very well when things were good, that they were amazing, but when they were bad, they were awful. Mm-hmm. And it, it just got to the point where I, I have to let go of this relationship and I have to focus on my own healing and I can't heal with this person in my life right now um and it was the hardest thing I have ever done but it sent me on this huge healing journey I went back to my counselor I trained as a hypnotherapist I reconnected with my spiritual side I'd already started reconnecting it but it, doing hypnotherapy really brings it out because you go into a trance and spirit comes through mm-hmm. and I started working with a coach who taught me about three principles and Sid Banks teachings. I then went and explored and explored and explored, you know, Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks, Anita Mujani, uh, God, the list could go on, but I just want, I started just sucking in all this information and it, and it didn't feel like I was learning something new. It felt like I was just opening up something I already knew. 
mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh yeah, of course. You know, it just clicked. And it was just then with my business, when I opened up as a hypnotherapist, at first I went really clinical with it because I was scared. I didn't, I wasn't sure how people were going to take the spiritual. But as COVID came, lockdown went, I started spending a lot of time meditating, getting messages through, and I started sharing them. The response I got was amazing. And as I started opening up my business again, spirit got involved and I just went with it and I trusted it. And and it's taken me on an incredible journey with my work, but it I've trusted it and it's taken me in the right direction. It's been slow and it's been incremental. You know, I've I would say it's only even in the last few months that I really know exactly what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And I have a very exact model of the way I do it. It's taken time, but I think that's healthy. I think that's the right way. I totally agree. And, uh, you know, doing this kind of work, spirit is always going to be the boss. We might get in our logical minds some ideas about maybe what we should do or, yeah, even coaching, some of it's going to work and we have to leave the rest because of spirits like, no, no we need you to do these things. This is your mission while you're on planet earth. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, it, it, that's how it's always felt to me that, okay, I came here with specific purpose to open up these gifts, to do my own healing and then to, to help pave the way for others and open the way maybe and and show, be a way shower. Um, So I think that is beautiful. And in all the specific ways that we do that, we don't really have a say over it. We just know when it feels right. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Because I'm I'm always looking at what other people are doing. Oh, I'd love to train in that. Oh, I'd love to do this. I'd love to, and I can hear spirit going, no. Yep. Do this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yep. <laughs> I'm listening. Exactly. I mean, I, th- I do think, I, I think they're boss, but I also know I have my own choices in this. And, oh, yeah. But I do find the more I work, with them and co-create with them the smoother it goes but Amen. you know and even <laughs> but I, I have my hiccups and I have my ups and downs and I have low, low moments but I, the more and more I get into this more and more I'm able to pick myself up much faster mm-hmm. but I'm also really able to see okay where, where's the juice in this this there's going to be something here that's gonna help me help people more but also help me love myself more there's just which I I really think that's the whole point of life is to learn to love yourself to love unconditionally whether we'll all achieve it in this lifetime (laughs) but for me that's the goal is 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 that unconditional love um and even for other people even for the ones who've hurt you loving them unconditionally doesn't mean you accept their behavior but you accept that's who they are Right. Yeah. And it's, it is about releasing resistance and, and going and when you're in love, you can't be in resistance. So Mm -hmm. it is, it's that ultimate journey of being connected to that higher love so that we can filter it through ourselves and finding any ways as, as the old Rumi quote goes, you know, our job is to seek and to remove the barriers that we have to Mm -hmm. love, you know, not outside ourselves. Yeah. That's a beautiful one. So I mm. uh, totally love this conversation already. And, you know, as uh, running a business, not just a spiritual business, but any business where you become visible, um, mm. you've mentioned how that has triggered some of those mother wounds. Can you share a little bit about how that shows up when you're trying to step out and follow your calling? Yeah, I it's, it was funny, actually, I was having a conversation about this with a close friend who's started up a similar business. And I just said to her, look, opening a business like this will trigger all your triggers. Just be ready for them all to be triggered. And that's a good thing. They, you know, you need to trigger them to clear them. Um, I would say the major ones that came up for me 
were two major ones, really. I had one that was the fear of being seen. And it was the fear of being seen spiritually. Would people judge me? What would other people think? And I managed to shift that one quite quickly. But I had a deep fear of my mother seeing what I was doing and whether she would respond and do something or what her opinions are. If I'm causing her harm, I don't mean to cause her harm, but I have to be honest and I have to, I, I know deep within me that that I'm here in some ways to remove some of this stigma around having a difficult relationship. It's funny that you can talk quite openly about daddy issues and having a relation, you know, issues with dad, but mom, mm. like yeah, that's, that's you don't new, say that. New topic on the block. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's something that I'm really determined to, it's not to bad mouth mothers. Like, I, you know, I have, there's so much I'm grateful to my mom for, but it's opening the conversation and allowing people to talk about it because otherwise we can't heal it. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of fears around her being seen. I did have a, a really beautiful spiritual hypnotherapy session with a friend of mine and, and did some deep work around that. And I had a beautiful experience where her highest self came forward during that hypnotherapy session. I could feel like a dark energy that was being pushed back and I had archangels helping me push back this energy. And that was my mother in this form here and her energy. But I then had her highest self because I kind of see it as we are like in strings of our soul are in different places mm-hmm. and her highest self came down and she didn't have a form. She was just a ball of light. Yet she, the love that came off was beautiful and just a reassurance that, you know, the reason you sense a closeness and the reason that it's caused you so much pain is because you had, you know, part of the same soul family and you will be together again, just in this life you're learning to be a part and it's, it's a different journey and reassurance that I was doing the right thing and that I did need to stay away from her because she needs to learn her lessons too. And if I just go back into the relationship, I would be disempowering her from learning those lessons Absolutely. and me doing, you know, I'm, I'm writing a book about this and they were just, she needs to read the book, you know, and it's just, so I can't protect her from this. There's still a part of me still wants to protect her mm-hmm. and I can't do that anymore. That's not my role. Yeah. You know, we can only protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's, it's, Yeah. Such a good point. Such a good point. And and I often this comes up on the podcast a lot when we're talking about these kinds of things, but also in the the, the clients that I work with, asking about karmic relationships, you know, and you know, sometimes we call it soul contracts and kind of falls mm-hmm. into the same bucket. And and sometimes, you know, I had someone just the other day ask me, you know, is this bad karma? Like, is this why this keeps happening? What, do, what am I supposed to learn? And I said, you know, the trick about karma is it's it's about, you know, karma is unconscious patterns that we get stuck in over lifetimes. And so if if indeed a, a negative mother relationship is this karmic pattern that's just played out in different types of relationships with the same souls over and over again, when one awakens to that pattern and says, I'm no longer going to help us weave that pattern, it does break open the awakening of both and in, in those lessons mm. and and who knows maybe maybe mom like i've wondered this about you know things going on in my own family maybe they're actually more advanced than i am and they're teaching me how to get it yeah. I, we, we're not going to know till we get to the other side 
But in the meantime, it's like we have to let it be how it is. And that's that key of removing resistance, being in flow, being in love. Because when we 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 are allow, allowed and allowing um, of others um, to be who we are and let them be who they are, mm. then we can flow into our calling and and do the things we came here to do and feel on purpose and enjoy in life. Um, while it, it's while permitting a, it, that for them as well, if they want. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that I think radical acceptance, accepting. I had, you know, I had to go through a big journey of accepting who she is, accepting the way our relationship now is, accepting that she can't be who maybe I would have liked to have had in my life, that that's just not in her capacity at the moment. And just accepting that that maybe this is her journey. This is what she needs to learn and accepting that I can't do anything about that. I can't fix things for somebody else, though it was I felt that responsibility for a long time is accepting that that's not true, but also accepting that I am responsible for healing the wounds that I now carry. Mm -hmm. And only I am responsible for those. And I need to do the work to do that. And so it's just, just constant acceptance. I know people focus a lot on forgiveness, but actually with my clients, I don't. I focus on acceptance because it's acceptance that frees you. Yeah. Forgiveness absolutely. is beautiful, but yeah. not everybody's ready for that yet. So I, I stay very much focused on acceptance. I love that. Uh, yeah, totally. Because again, it's just like whatever's going to get you into that heart space. And and yeah, forgiveness is a trigger word for a lot, especially if we've been very traumatized by our situations. Like, I'm not forgiving. It's like, I, I used to say something, well, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. You know, it's so like, <laughs> I really wasn't yeah. forgiving. That's that's not forgiving then, is it? <laughs> you know, I, I think... <laughs> It's the same though, isn't it? With starting up a business, we're talking about, you know, what are the things that it triggered for me? And another one for me was um, a fear of not being capable. Like, Mm. I'm not sure I can do this. And that one comes up time and time again. So I've just recently set up a new online healing pathway. And there's a lot of technology behind that. Technology is not my natural (laughs) forte. Um, But there's been a lot of acceptance through that, accepting what I can do and what I can't do and accept that I need help with certain things. So I've had a lot of help with this and it's made a huge difference. And then accepting that maybe there is more that I can do than I realize, you know, so it, there's a lot of um, acceptance when setting up your own business too. Like, you oh, know, absolutely. It's a conscious you... surrender and intention experiment yeah. all at the same time. <laughs> it's knowing you're not going to get things right all the time. Yeah. You're going to spend money on things later. You think, oh my God, why did I spend money on that? And, but accept that it's done, it's gone. You've learned something from it, you know. Yeah. I, yes, absolutely. And that's, that's good mm. to remember. And and since we're on the subject, um, you mentioned that um, today, and we do like to talk about current day challenges on the show. So today that you you still you mentioned not being able to fix things for, for people and, um, and things like that. But how does it show up like say in the last six to 12 months, the desire to maybe spread yourself too thin to overgive to clients or anybody in your personal life? or that fear of kind of uh, no one coming to your party, quote unquote, you know, and, and not being oh yeah being successful with stepping forward and being more visible. Can you share like what's been what's yeah. been going on for you with that? So with with setting up the online healing pathway, there was a lot of fears that were coming up around no one wants to be at my party. It, it was a big one for me when I was a kid. You know, I'd have parties and people didn't show up. And um I wasn't the popular kid at school. I was a little bit different. And it was, you know, it that did come up for me 
with creating this, but I just had to trust and go with it. It felt like the way I was being guided. It felt like it was making sense. I had to go with it. And as, as it was, actually, it sold out. So it's been good. Um, it's being it's being very aware of those things, but not letting them hold you back. See them, observe them. I would say just don't take them seriously. You don't have to take your thoughts seriously. Just because they're there doesn't mean you have to believe them. Um, and I think that's been a real thing for me is not to take things too seriously. Mm -hmm. in in the business in my work um but there was another element to that question and I've and it's gone out of my head that you were asking uh spreading yourself too thin maybe trying to help everyone they are so that's always one that comes up because um it, I think it can make it difficult with charging like but I have got to the point now where I do feel able to charge I do see the value in what I do um but what I did notice I was doing was trying to offer lots of different services, doing lots of different things, trying to meet lots of different people's needs. Mm -hmm. um, because there's other areas, because of my experience and, you know, I've been working therapeutically for a lot of years. There's a lot of people I could help. Mm -hmm. But one thing that really came over the summer, my, my business was quite quiet over the summer. Well, it was very quiet, actually. It wasn't a bad time because there was a... Um, a, a close relative of my husband's was passing. So it wasn't a bad time for things to be quiet. But what he did enable me to do was I just focused on building my social media following. And what I noticed was I had one video go viral, but but one video particularly, not the one that went viral, but the one that was suddenly getting a lot of um, proper interaction with. So the one got viral tended to go viral because I was getting trolled. So he just, oh, just had to leave that. Oh, you, you just, well, in some ways the trolls help you get more visible. So you kind of have mm. to see it that way and, and block, 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 mm. block, block. But the one that was starting to get real traction was the one where I talked about the consequences of having um, a narcissistic mother, um, particularly covert narcissism. And that one was getting a lot and a lot of traction. And then another one just giving tips about how to look after yourself if you have contact. And I suddenly realized, okay, I've always said that I help people who have had to deal with toxic relationships, but now I really need to really be very honest about the thing I can really help with is if your relationship with your mother has hurt your heart. That's where I can really... I can really help, you know, so it just, it really helped me to fine tune things and meant that I can say no, to certain people, if they, I've had a couple of people come to me recently with certain issues and I've just, mm, that's not what I do. Yeah. I will pass you on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and that really helps is to really get very clear on what is it that I can help with and don't be afraid to really niche down because the way we work these days, I work online, I work with people from all over the world and I can have as small a niche as I like because there's billions of people out there. And this is actually not as small an issue as people would think. I'm afraid it's, it's way That's more true. common. That's true. Yeah. And a lot, especially those of us in the spiritual space, 
there mm -hmm. are very specific doorways into these awakenings and these healings that uh, people are desiring you know and think about yourself out there if you have a calling that you're like well who am i to do that or you know maybe looking at the big picture and say i can't do all that well yeah but what can you do what are you wired to do and what does your experience even in this lifetime and your challenges even in this, this lifetime how does that maybe inform the kind of people you're here to help because coaching is sort of mentorship you know so mm -hmm. while giving a reading you can give a reading to anyone or doing healing work you can do healing with anyone but long-term transformational stuff it does take that and saying what do i specialize in um mm -hmm. and it and it makes it much more uh directed um and it makes decisions much more easy and, and so mm. uh, you know i get that that kind of little guilt feeling of oh I, I used to help everybody but i don't anymore um but yeah just knowing that there are other people up and coming out there or someone else out there that's better suited for them and mm. just them asking us for for our help means that they're opening up the door so it's so yeah. beautiful so i drew a few cards for you if you don't mind me sharing for, i'd love to awesome for these current challenges and and so i see definitely your higher self has spoken um your your spirit guides are very strongly leading you in certain directions and just know that i mean you know this you've done spirit guide work for a long time anytime that they lead you into similar challenges and you find yourself kind of beating your head on the same wall that it's just like they're asking you to make the other decision whatever that other decision is that you haven't made yet try going that direction that's going to start opening up those pathways a lot easier even if the other decision feels foreign or unnatural does that make sense Mm, it does absolutely yeah. good so <laughs> you're coming out of a time of really looking at your subconscious patterns in your past and and really staying focused on what it is that you wanted out of that and and with that um you're coming into your truth and your personal power in a way that you never have before um and i get the blade card which is really about discerning what it is uh, that you need to speak up about um i get boom something about a book or something to that level uh, for you. Are you thinking about writing a book or a memoir or something to really speak yeah. that truth out loud? Yep. That happens it's a lot written. on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's a book, there's a book, there's a book. So very good. Yeah. I love that. I just wrote my first book last year and published it. And it's it's awesome, especially if it's been in you to it's been germinating for a long time. It's just finally being born and it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. So yeah. um, so definitely you're in a current situation of um, getting in touch with your heart space again so that you can direct the flow of your life um, with the help of the universe. But it is going to be staying very intuitively sharp. So in whatever ways you've kind of deflected more logical ways of structuring things, good job. Make sure you stay in your heart with this because otherwise, I feel like you lose confidence if you're mm. trying to do something clever, but it's not authentic to you. Does that make mm. sense? It yeah, just, no, absolutely. <laughs> feels like you're walking around wearing somebody else's shoes and it's like, yeah, uh, no, it doesn't work. No. Yeah. <laughs> and so another big obstacle is a grief, a grief situation of letting go. Is it like, what would it be for you? Letting go of the past self, letting go of what you used to do because I see that you're you're being asked to stand in your confidence and shine more, but there is something going on about like letting the past go. Mm, I'm not sure. There's a few things that, that could be around, but um, I think with, I think when it's mother wound stuff, when you've cut contact with your mom, grief is a big thing and it calms in waves and you have to. Um, 
and I think things can trigger the grief off again and there's there's things been going on um around me that are, are certainly triggering it off again and it's okay I just I, I see it mm-hmm. and I let it I let it flow through because it just means it's taking the healing deeper again absolutely um, yeah mm-hmm. because at this at this greater level you've actually uh you know this the story of this card is mother earth doesn't like to create destructive events you know whether it's a hurricane or a forest fire or an earthquake but it's part of the journey and so for you that inner mother earth had to create this upset in order for the new things to grow Um, if you Mm. imagine how forest fire like actually fertilizes the land and makes it more you know more better um for Mm. for the next seeds to grow and that's what you're literally doing in your life and 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 being an example of that for others that they will survive and thrive past that challenge so your story is very powerful with that um and definitely if there's any doubts about you being a healing tool and and being on purpose with this definitely know that sometimes this insecurity will come in and it you mentioned it's probably from childhood probably from that mother wound of like, yeah, no one's going to come to my party. Um, mm. You know that that's the ego self, of course. Um, but, yeah. you know, it wouldn't show up unless it was true that this is your purpose and your path. So I, I feel mm. like you're on it. It's going to be this way. It may mutate a little bit, change, evolve, but there's nothing else out there that's going to satisfy that sense of purpose like this work. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And at the end of the day, um, what is to be done right now is kind of set yourself free creatively a little bit more, have a little bit more fun. If there's times where you feel like you're moving backwards and and maybe uh, not getting anywhere, it may mean that you're too focused on the work and spirit wants you to release that resistance, move out of that and and start, you know, kind of get into your happy place a little bit and then come back to it. Does that make sense? Mm, Yeah. It's funny. I've just been, I've been having messages come through myself from spirit, just saying, have some fun with this, have fun with this fun with it right it's a creative journey yes play yeah you're just you know like most of us doing this spiritual work we're channels that are bringing it in different literally radio channels yeah so all you have to do is just be receptive and and feel it come through with with Mm -hmm. organization and stuff like that but the more you can quiet your mind and just trust yourself to call the illusions for what they are and i feel that you're very developed you know exactly what i mean by that um, and, mm. and just keep your intention strong, but, um, but your mind, you're an overthinker more than, more than a fearful based person. I, I kind of like separate the ego out into thoughts and fears. So mm. you tend to overthink and the yeah. more you can just get quiet again, have some fun, laugh a bit, you'll come back and, and everything's going to start falling into place. Yeah. Makes complete sense. (laughs) Wonderful. Good. Well, I just love to, to add that in at the end of every podcast. So thank you for, for being open and um, thanks for sharing your light today. It's been a joy. Thank you very much. So nice to get someone to read for me for a check. Right. Yeah, I love it. Well, you're very welcome. I hope you have some some nuggets to take back home with you. And um, and so if people would like to find out more about your work and who you are, where can they find you? Um, my website is just www.geraldinecrane.com. So I'm very easy to find. Um, I'm on Facebook. You can find me just as Geraldine Crane. I have a beautiful Facebook group called Serene, Spiritual and Empowered. It's just a wonderful group of women. Um, it's only women, I'm afraid, but it's, it's just a beautiful space. I'm on Instagram, TikTok. You just have to look up Geraldine Crane. I'm there. 
it's not hard to find me. <laughs> it's, it's a great name and a great haircut. She's got this lovely red hair, oh, uh, short pixie cut. You can't miss it. So definitely look her up. <laughs> All right. Thanks. So thanks again for being here today, Geraldine. Thank you. And thanks guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.